0: Marvel Studios' animation panel took place yesterday, so today I'm going to be breaking down all the biggest reveals from the panel, and this is going to be a one-stop shop for everyone who wants to know about all the details that were revealed at the panel. Hey everyone, welcome back to Movie Morning, and today I'm going to be giving you guys a full breakdown of Marvel Studios' animation panel that they held at San Diego Comic-Con this weekend, so obviously... For all geeks out there, San Diego Comic-Con is one of the most exciting weeks of the entire year. We've already had so much drop from the Lord of the Rings trailer to a new teaser for John Wick Chapter 4 that I cannot talk about everything, but I'm going to try and talk about the stuff that I feel like is really hard to accumulate into one, you know, big episode so that I can give people a good place to find all this information. So... Today, I'm going to be using a few different sources because there, are, there is a lot of information, that some sources are missing that I need from other places. So, I'm going to be going through all five of the TV shows, I guess these all are, that were talked about at the Marvel Studios animation panel at San Diego Comic Con. So, obviously, they're full on. Marvel Studios' mega panel, as they've been calling it, although I don't suspect we'll get it very much, is airing in, a, in like just over 12 hours. So, make sure to come back for that. No, well not right after, but for a couple of hours after that I will have a breakdown out for that. But let's get started right now and this is going to be a one-stop shop for anyone who wants all the information, or at least most of, unless I miss something, of everything that was revealed at San Diego Comic-Con in 2022 at the MCU animation panel. And let's start off with a pretty sketchy one and that is I Am Good. And the reason I say sketchy is because it's called an animation panel, but the trailer itself has a life size has a not life size, live action version of G- so starting right off with this show i'm not going to talk about the show too much this is the only one that i'm gonna just skim over a bit because the show's debuting in two and a half weeks but they did play the first episode i don't know if they played it in sandigo Con itself if i've heard some mixed mix, um uh answers to that but i did hear that they did play the first episode with thor love and thunder so from, from the first episode, we do know, which this may, you may consider the spoilers, so you can maybe skip over a few seconds, I'm not going to talk about any specifics, but it has been confirmed that Vin Diesel will be back to voice Groot, and it's also been confirmed that Bradley Cooper will show up as Rocket. So I'm not going to get into what happens in the story, but Bradley Cooper Cooper will be back to voice Rocket, which I think is really cool and is a big draw. Now, the trailer seems cute and fun enough. It is going to be a set of five original shorts, The debut all at once. There's no word on what the runtime is. Even though we already had the first episode. But they did also confirm that they were working on five more shorts. That there's no release date for. But that will come sometime in the future. I guess if this does well. From the trailer it seems like cute fun. We even get to see shots of Groot from his perspective. And seeing baby Groot as you know bigger. Compared to say like I don't know what was in that trailer. But the trailer itself there isn't much to break down in terms of MCU connections. But the show itself will debut on Wednesday August 10th. If you're interested in it and there wasn't much information revealed because the show is literally about to come out But there was a new poster, which I personally quite like the design of, and yeah, let's move on Now in terms of animation, I'm going to do this in, well, obviously aside from I am I'm Groot I'm going to do this in the order from the show, from the one that I'm the least excited about to the one that I'm the most excited about And I'm also going to go to the one that I think most people are going to be most excited about Starting right off, I'm going to go with What If Season 2 Now I did just say you know i'm gonna start off with the least exciting one but the only reason this one's the least exciting is because we've already had a season of this and also since we already have a season we don't we already know how it's gonna feel now even though i just said that my number one makes no sense but i'll get into that in a minute but when it comes to what if season two we've already seen it before we've already had some plot details based off the post-credit scene of season one so we kind of know where some things might be and we also already know the feel of the show and i didn't really love season one of what ifs so that's the case but getting into the on one one-stop-shot breakdown of What If Season 2. So what was revealed here was that there was some talk about what episodes we would see. So going down the list of what episodes we could be seeing this, um, this season, there is going to be an episode based on the 2003 limited series by Neil Gaiman called Marvel 1602, which takes place during the Elizabethan era. And it's probably going to have Avengers in that time. We're probably going to have Doctor Strange especially there. And it's going to be a bit about... Swords, sorcery and witchcraft and it's the banishment of that some other episodes that we will see are we will see an episode of young Peter being given to Peter Quill I should say being given to his father Ego by Yondu we're going to get to see an origin story it seems with Hela we're going to get an episode with Odin versus Wenwu the Mandarin and we are, we are going to see an episode of Captain Carter meeting the Winter Soldier and we are going to see an episode of Tony Stark on Sakaar with Natasha, as well as Valkyrie and Hulk, who are obviously already there. I'm assuming they're replacing Thor in that camp. So when it comes to the list of episodes, I don't think there's anything that really pops as being really exciting. But I do hope we get all the actors back. And I would love to see more, hear more of Wu played by um, Tony Leung. So there's some interesting stuff here. There was some footage shown. And little bits of these were shown during the panel. There seemed, again, Hela um, putting on her iconic horns for the first time. It shows Tony Stark on Sakaar itself. There's a fight between Odin and uh, the Ten Rings, which seems really interesting. And also, there is the Great Protector and the Guardian of Talo in that particular sequence, which I think is a nice touch. And actually, the, at, at the What If Season 2, part of this, they were actually shown a full episode of, of What If Season 2, and I believe it's going to be the premiere, and it is titled, What If Captain Carter Fought Hydra Stomper? And it is indeed the continuation of the post credit scene of the finale of What If where we got Captain Carter stumbling on the Hydra Stomper and Steve Rogers is still in there, but we're assuming he was frozen in ice at that time or something. And in this episode, Captain Carter faces a brainwashed Hydra Stomper with Steve Rogers and Steve inside of it and is controlled by the Red Room. And I believe Natasha Romanoff is also there. So that's going to be really interesting to see. I wasn't a big fan of the Captain Carter episodes in... First, in the first season of What If, but I'm looking forward to see how they can maybe come back on it. Now, when it comes to this, was it was also revealed that What If Season 3 would be coming out. But Season 2 will air in early 2023. There were a lot of reports that this is going to air at the end of 2022, and it will be the final full MCU show. Timeline-wise, it doesn't really make any sense with how many months we have next. So it will air in early 2023, and I can pretty confidently tell you it will be the first show of, from Marvel to air in 2023. And season three is also coming in a few years. Now let's get on to talking about Marvel zombies, which I'm assuming a lot of you think would be my least anticipated of these shows because it's very gimmicky, but I'm actually super excited for this. And that's because the comic series by Robert Kirkman that although I've never read, looks really cool. And I feel like this is such a chance for Marvel to go so far out there with the zombie stuff, be a bit more dark and more adult. And I'm just so excited to see all this. And speaking of that... Let's talk about this show and what they revealed. First up, it was revealed that a zombie, that obviously zombified versions of the characters will be in the series. It also revealed the heroes. So when it comes to the zombie characters, we learned that Hawkeye, Captain America, the Abomination, Ghost from Animal and the Wasp, Captain Marvel, Scarlet Witch, Okoye, as well as Icarus would be the characters we would see from uh, Become Zombies, I'm assuming be the episodic villains of the show we did get we get images of all of these we got an individual image of Icarus when it comes to the heroes in the series we get Yelena Belova and Red Guardian from Black Widow we get Kate Bishop we get Jimmy Woo and Choice Miss Marvel we get a Death Dealer from Shang-Chi and we get obviously uh, we also get Shang-Chi himself as well as Katie both from the Shang-Chi film and we also get a little Skrull biker gang from some images which I think looks really interesting and the main thing here that was revealed that I think a lot of people are going to be excited about, this show was confirmed to be rated TVMA, which means it's 17 and up when it comes to its age training. And this is a big swing for Marvel, and I'm really happy that they decided to go for this, because I think you really need this to make a full-on zombies show. And it felt like, although the zombies episode What If was certainly more brutal than I usually expect from Marvel, if you want to go all out with this, you really have to get to a much different level of violence although i'm assuming you'll never get to like invincible territory it's nice that they're doing this now this show i, I believe was confirmed to release in late 2024 most sites are just saying 2024 but i think with how another show is coming out in early 2024 this show will probably release in late 2024 so this is the furthest one off as of right now but a lot of exciting stuff coming with this one now let's talk about spider-man freshman year now this is a series that will be set before for the events of Captain America Civil War. Now, the characters that are set to appear in the series are Harry Osborn, Amadeus Cho, Nico Minuro, Chameleon Scorpion, um, L- Lonnie Lachlan, uh Speed Demon, uh, Tarantula, Doc Ock, Rhino, The Wizard. And those are some of the side characters that will be appearing in the series, villains and side characters or side side kicks I guess you could say included now I also I I believe I said Harry Osborn Norman Osborn will be will be in the series as well and there was an image going around of Norman Osborn replacing the role of Tony Stark when he comes to visit Aunt May instead I'm assuming Norman Osborn will play a more mentor-like figure now the big reveal here is that firstly Doctor Strange will be in the series so that's taking something from no way home that I guess they thought worked and no word on whether Benedict Cumberbatch will voice. And speaking of voice, I, it, there, it's also been pretty much confirmed at this point that Tom Holland will not be voicing Spider-Man in Spider-Man freshman year. And I'm assuming that that's, or Peter Parker, and I'm assuming that's because of the Sony rights. Now, the biggest reveal here by far was that we, we get, we learned that Daredevil will be in the series and he will be voiced by Charlie Cox himself, who plays Matt Murdock and Daredevil in the Netflix series, but also returned spoilers if you haven't seen no way home in spider-man no way home and is a, is set to be an echo series and also has been confirmed for his own series that could be talked about tomorrow it's nowhere to know whether that's a reboot or a continuation hopefully we learn that tomorrow but daredevil played by charlie cox will be in the series now there's also so many images out there online and i'm not just going to go through and point the obvious stuff out for you in the images because that would be pointless if you're going to see them anyways but i recommend going on Twitter or going, just searching, searching up, like, say, Spider-Man freshman year images, and there are tons. There has to be 10-plus images of this show out there. there. We get a look at Peter Parker, We get a look at Daredevil. We get a look at Doctor Strange. We get a look at some of the villains in action. We get a look at all <laughs> the villains and side characters as well. And I do recommend you search those out if you want to see images of this show. And a lot I think the, and the animation style looks very classic Marvel age 60s has, has that kind of style and I really like that personally. Now where it gets confusing here is that Norman Osborn is set to be in the series and Doc Ock is in the series. So this obviously breaks continuity of No Way Home if this is the case because Norman Osborn says he can't find an Oscorp and that pretty much implies he can't find a Norman Osborn and Peter Parker did not recognize Doc Ock when they had the same tentacle leg that's even shown in the images for Doc Ock in this show. So I'm gonna try to clarify this, and I think people should kind of calm down and why. And I I understand if you might get less excited because of this, but because I originally thought this was gonna be a show that was set before Civil War and kind of tell Peter Parker's first six months of Spider-Man, and I love that idea. It doesn't seem like that's exactly what it is. Now it is set before Civil War, so I'm assuming before Spidey joins the Avengers. But I think it will be set, and this is mostly speculation. But it seems like there's murmurs that this is the case. I think Spider-Man Freshman Year will be set in an alternate universe and be pretty much a "what if" of what if Norman Osborn came to recruit um, Peter Parker. And I'm assuming that's what the show is going to use as its premise and punch off. And how it's—I'm assuming it will show Peter Parker's origin, but I'm not 100% sure about that. And when it comes to the voice cast, pretty much all we have is Charlie Cox as Daredevil, as well as. We also know that Paul F. Tompkins, who moderated the SDCC animation panel today, will be in the movie and, he will, and will be in the show, I should say, and will be playing Bentley Whitman. And when it comes to the release date, this show is set to be released in early 2024, so it's still quite a ways away. But it was also confirmed that season two of this show is now in, is set to be it, I'm assuming close to being in production, and it will be called Spider-Man sophomore year. So this pretty much also guarantees that we will get a third third season titled Spider-Man senior year, which is really interesting to me because what, something that I find really interesting about this is that senior year that would be at the point where we're, where we're in no way home so I'm assuming this is this pretty much also confirms that this will be set in an alternate universe because I'm assuming we're not going to recreate no Way home in animation form I wouldn't really see a point of doing that it's rather in fresh year some really exciting information especially Charlie Cox returning as Daredevil and the animation looks great and I feel like it's going to try to recapture a bit of the feeling of the 90s Spider-Man show but that's purely speculation but a lot of really exciting stuff seems to be coming with this show and it is airing in 2024. Now let's talk about X-Men 97. And it might be surprising that this is my number one, but honestly, seeing this get announced and remembering my time watching the show a few years ago after I got into the X-Men movie and re-watching some of the episodes of the original X-Men, the animated series cartoon, this morning, this one just came out on number one to me as the one I'm most excited for as of this, me recording this uh, breakdown for you guys. And when it comes to... X-Men 97, there was a bit confirmed about what the plot would be in this series. It might point to a few comic storylines it could be pulling from, but it also showed a lot of footage, and I will get as much of that as I can, at least to explain. When it comes to the details on what the plot could be, they listed the characters who um, make up the team that we saw in the original series, and will pretty much always be there, and that is Beast, Rogue, Gambit, Jean Grey, Jubilee, Cyclops, Storm and Wolverine, kind of your classic X-Men lineup. No word on Professor X as of right now. And it was very interestingly confirmed that Magneto would be, who has a very new look, which I'm a bit mixed on personally, but there is an image out of it online, he will be leading the X-Men in this series. Now, I don't fully recall what happened at the end of Season 5 of the original show. I believe the episode was called Graduation Day. I don't remember exactly what happened, so I don't know why Magneto is leading the team. When it comes to the other X-Men members or characters who will be in it, are Cable, which is really interesting because he's been in the X-Force, so I'm wondering if they'll try to incorporate them. Bishop, Morph, Nightcrawler, uh, Robert DaCosta, as well as also we're going to be getting the Hellfire Club, who, if you don't know who the Hellfire Club are, are a very big part of X-Men comic continuity, but have not even been touched in the show, in the movies, I should say. And I'm assuming the MCU will make them live action. We've got Emma Frost, we have Callisto, and that's pretty much all we have mainly confirmed to her who will be part of the villains in in the X-Men 97 animated, uh, the continuation of this show. Now, we also know that Bolivar Trask will be one of the villains, as well as also the Sentinels, and if you put them two together the storyline that's going to come to your head is, of course, X-Men Days of Future Past, at least when it comes to the movie side of things, especially when it comes to the Sentinels, and I actually think they're taking something from the movie here to put in here. Now, we've already had Days of Future Past in season one of X-Men, the animated series, so I'm wondering how they're going to change it up here and how it's, how, how what, they're going to, what they're going to do to make it more distinct, and it does seem like Mr. Sinister, another villain I forgot to mention, will be in the series. He will be the main villain. I think that's a really interesting choice, it's not the most obvious choice, but I think that's, that was smart of them to do. And there was an incomplete clip shown on during the presentation. It showed X-Men fighting Trask while he's, you know, releasing the sentient Sentinels. We get Rogue taking one of the heads off the Sentinels and throwing it around like a ball. And we get Wolverine fighting another one. And then he pretty much says, fancy a trip to the junkyard, bud. Although, it says bud on all the websites, like fine, but I would be surprised if he's not you know, actually saying bub. Which is, of course, Wolverine's classic, you know, line to call other people. And, and we get Wolverine coming out from the inside of one, beating out of it. Which And I think the action, just explaining it, sounds very similar to the original series. Now, they actually played the theme during the panel. I'm not, it's not a percent from whether they're going to bring the theme back. But they've already been using it in other shows to tease the X-Men. So I'm assuming we will. And it was also confirmed that Season 2 of X-Men 97 been greenlit I'm assuming we'll follow soon after when it comes to the release date this show is set for a fall 2023 release date so it's going to be after what if season two but it's coming out in the near future which is super exciting and I cannot wait to see this so thank you guys so much for listening to this breakdown of the Marvel Studios SDCC panel make sure to come back tomorrow for my breakdown of the full-on Marvel panel with all the live action stuff and I'll catch you all next time bye-bye <laughs>